Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. 3-7 The Buzz. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Decided to play Missouri. Uh, obviously, we're disappointed we're not going to be bowl eligible, but we have a lot to play for, especially since we're playing our rival and a really, really good football team in Missouri. Deep in the cold, cold ground before I recognize Missouri. Jackass ability, you get jackass ability. I hate them so much. With John Neighbors and Joe Franklin on 1037 The Buzz. No pain, no victory. Your reign is history. Because we're not stopping till we break through. So take your best shot, make your move. Oh, step right up. Who's next? Welcome in Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Kyle Sutherland broadcasting live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a wide open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds. And it is the final show of the week as we get ready for the Thanksgiving holiday. And since it is a wide open Wednesday, we want to hear from you and talking about everything in the sports world that you want to talk about. You can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And today, in the 2 o'clock hour, we're going to have Pat Bradley. Thanks to Motorsports Authority. Looking forward to catching up with him. We're going to have our picks of the weekend also in the 2 o'clock hour as we'll talk about some of the great games and great matchups that will be going down over the next few days and not only college football but in the NFL. And we're going to try to do our best to preview that. And also Razorback basketball starts up tonight in the battle for Atlantis. Taking on Stanford, which you'll be able to hear right here on 103.7 The Buzz starting tonight. So pretty loaded slate overall. And I know there's going to be a lot of people traveling over the Thanksgiving holiday, which safe travels to all of you. I will say, though, Kyle, it is my favorite holiday is uh, Thanksgiving. Everybody's got their own. Some people say Christmas. Some people say Fourth of July or you know St. Patrick's Day, whatever it may be, but definitely mine is Thanksgiving. It always has been, and so this is this is my time to shine, at least when it comes to the holiday season. That is mine too, and I am very happy to hear you say that because I've been pretty baffled by the amount of Thanksgiving hate that I've seen on social media. Why? What, what are they hating on? Just I think actually Peter Burns mentioned that it was a uh, opening day for Christmas, which I guess in a, a way is some truth, but he definitely poo pooed on it. But huh. especially if you're a sports fan, it's the ultimate holiday. You got yeah. an amazing spread of food. You've got more sports than you. If you like high school, you've got football and basketball. You got college basketball and college football. NFL, you got more than you can keep up with. Not only that, but it's the only holiday, at least to my knowledge, that is a national holiday, and it's on a Thursday. Yeah, you know. So most of the time, you know, companies are going to be like. In fact, you should be thanking Thanksgiving because I know a lot of you may have to work on Thanksgiving or the day after Thanksgiving. Um, as someone who used to work in retail, I remember at uh, the fine company of Best Buy when I worked there in high school, I had to work on Black Fridays back when uh, Black Fridays was a thing. And so uh, I, I remember you know, how much that was uh, pretty lame. But still, it's like you should thank people because most of the time, like us here at Signal Media and 103.7 The Buzz, and I'm sure most companies, they're like, well, we don't want to give just the Thursday off. We'll give Thursday and Friday off because no one wants to come in for that one random day. So honestly, everybody should love Thanksgiving because it's one of the few holidays that gives you those two days off in most cases where other ones are just kind of, you know, like here's one day and that's it. So you should be thankful for Thanksgiving. How about that? Be thankful for Thanksgiving. But you're right about the food, about the sports, uh, football, coming together, family, traveling, all that stuff. It's always a really great time in the now I'm looking forward to, to traveling up to Northwest Arkansas, traveling up to Fayetteville, seeing the fam. You got big plans for you, Kyle? Where are you going to go? We're going to go with the parents, and I think my mom's getting some stuff. Uh, I, I probably shouldn't be saying that because it's not traditional to not cook, but we're going to go the easy route. There you go. And just uh, get some stuff delivered, probably make a, 
few different things, but just keep it casual, eat and watch football. Nothing wrong and with of that. Of course, you know, basketball too. But. Yeah, nothing wrong with that at all. Nothing wrong with that at all. And uh, I think it's great too because during this uh, during this week, it's rivalry week for college football, and you can make the argument that's the best week of college football because it's the final regular season week for most teams, if not all the teams. I guess Army and Navy, it's the only ones that's not. And then you can have a lot of chaos. You can have wins in the conference become conference champions or division champions, depending on how you look at it. Uh, You can also play spoiler a little bit, which I think is what Arkansas is going to try to do on Friday against Missouri. Play spoiler. Now, Missouri is not going to be playing for the SEC title game, but as of right now, odds are... They're going to be in the mix for a New Year's Six Bowl. In fact, if they win against Arkansas, since they're the number nine team in the college football playoff rankings, which we'll talk about as those got released, and uh, I wouldn't say there's some controversy, but definitely some changes, uh, they're basically in if they beat Arkansas to a New Year's Six Bowl. And I feel like, just for the sake of Arkansas, and you don't want to win every game that you can, and at this particular time, you don't have a bowl game to look forward to, so you can treat this as your bowl game if you would. But it just... It, to me, it's kind of nice to be able to have the opportunity to possibly play that spoiler to Missouri because Missouri, in a lot of cases, has played that spoiler to you. If you think back to, uh, I guess, 2014, I think it was the first time Arkansas and Missouri played each other as they were part of the conference. Yes. That was the game where Arkansas had beaten LSU 17 nothing, Right. And then Ole Miss 30 to nothing, And they had finally broken that SEC losing streak, and they were looking dominant. And everyone felt like, man, this team's rolling. They have a chance to get to seven wins. And then you go on the road. Brandon Allen gets hurt in that game. And I don't think it went to overtime, but I know it was a really I close think, game. Yeah, it was close because I want to say they gave up – Arkansas gave up a touchdown or a field goal like in the second quarter. And they had gone almost ten straight quarters of being unscored upon or something like that. Just the defense was playing lights out. But, yeah, it came down to the wire and Brandon was – was definitely injured. It was very obvious before the game was even over, but that was just a sh- that, that was a shameful one. Mm-hmm. Not, not a shameful, but a shame that you lose because you were on such a hot streak there in the back half of the season. Yeah, because also that was the, I guess, Brandon Allen got hurt in that old Miss game, and that's when Austin Allen had to come in. So, you know, that was pretty disappointing. Yeah, the final score was 21-14 was the final. So, yeah, yeah it was a touchdown game. So, it kind of played a little bit spoiler there. And then you take it to 2016 where you had been flying high. And once again, you felt like you figured some things out. You had some struggles along the way. But after beating Florida and at home for the first time, you felt good. And then you got smoked by LSU at home. But then you really looked good against Mississippi State. I think that was the game that Raleigh Williams ran for like 800 yards. So you have the next week against Missouri, who is 0-7 in conference play. Uh, and you have that linebacker, I'll never forget his name, Eric Bizell, yeah. who starts talking a little trash heading into it. And it's like, man, Missouri's terrible. They, 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 don't, they don't have it anymore. It's Barry Odom's first year as a head coach. You're sitting at 4-8 and eight, or 4-7 and seven at the or I guess it was 3-8 and eight at the time. And you would go on the road, and you have a lead, and you completely, totally trash it. I think you're up, what, 24-7? I think. Yeah, he gave up huge leads in that one and then Virginia Tech. So, yeah, back-to-back games, he gave up like 20-plus. Yeah, so you, you're talking about that game where that was, and some people point to that as the beginning of the end of the Brett Bielema era. And then we'll just, you know, not even worry about the next three years because that was in the Brett Bielema and Chad Morris's years, and those were irrelevant. But then you think about, once again, 2020, on the road, K.J. Jefferson's debut as the starting quarterback. He has never started before because Felipe Franks was out. And you play really well. He throws for four touchdown passes. You end up getting a two-point conversion. And you have the lead. The minute and a half to go. And you end up letting him go down the field and kick a game-winning field goal. Now, in 2021, he took care of business at home. And we know what happened last year. <sighs> was it Trey when, Knox, man. When it, it was Beisel. I thought I couldn't remember if it was Beisel or Beisel. Beisel, that, whatever, that, yeah. The linebacker, that to me, when he put that tweet out, that was when the... The argument of the rivalry really began to pick. That was kind of the root of it to me. Now, 14-15, like you said, you split the 14-15 and 15 games, and that was when you had the trophy and everything. But once he tweeted that, and then Arkansas gave up that big lead, to me, that's when it all really began. Yeah, cause, and it was also, I felt like he was, I mean, they had nothing to lose. Right. You know, he was just shooting from the hip and just saying, all right, well, what what could we do to try to make this a little bit exciting? Because we're 0-7. Nah, just talk trash about Arkansas. And it worked. Yeah. 
And it works. Drink what comes, and it gets intensified even more. Mm-hmm. And then last year, you was by two points, and you know you were able to smoke Ole Miss in the second to last game, and then you followed up with that. It got really frustrating. And then Drinkwitz and all them were smoking cigars after the game and talking trash and all that. So the thing is, is it seems like more often than not, Missouri's been the one that played spoiler to Arkansas. They were the ones that when they beat you, you were irate. You wanted coaches fired. You wanted, or like it was the beginning of the end of some coaches getting fired. They ended a little bit of a win streak that you had going on. You know, there was always something that they were kind of the fly in the ointment for you at the end of the year that left you with a bad taste in your mouth. A native Arkansan does a really yes. has a really good game. A kill buyer, yes, just, oh, just named Barry yeah. Bannister, yeah, yes. Because it wasn't there another guy too that was up there oh, for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they've had more than that. Now, Didn't Drayden, they have a quarterback that was from uh, Fayetteville? Oh, or? yeah, Taylor Powell. Taylor Powell, yeah. And Drayden Norwood from Northside right. is now he transferred from A and M and is now there. Yeah, so a lot of Arkansas connections. Yep. So yeah, that makes it uh, makes it even worse. But the point is, is you have an opportunity this time to be the spoiler because. It's not like where both teams are average and whoever wins ends up going to one better bowl game than the other. Because last year both teams went 6-6. Six and six. Or it's not like you're just over it, you don't care because you're 2-9 and whatever, two and nine getting into this game, and Missouri's just trying to figure out to get to a bowl game. It's, like, it's not that way. They're a really good team, and you're not. So now it's up to you to try to play spoiler. It's at home. Sam Pittman is the head coach for next year, as we know. Is that a good thing? We'll see. But the last thing that you need to do and have happen on Friday is after the announcement that Sam Pittman's coming back, you as a team completely and totally lay an egg and you get blown out once again at home, similar to what like happened in Auburn. You can't let that happen because then people will even rev up even more of like, this is not the man for the job. Because you're telling me after they went all crazy and excited and everything that this is the performance they followed up with? That's not what you want to do. At all. And that's what Quinn, right as I was coming in, as I was listening to him on the zone, and that's the first thing that he said, they've got to be excited to play this football game. And I know there was some argument the other day of whether or not the guys get up for this ga- these games or not, and that's certainly a matter of opinion. But I don't think that's going to be an issue. I think these guys are going to be jacked up for this game. And, look, we heard that there was a great response from the players once they heard yeah. that Pittman was coming back. And, and I think they are going to play for him. Now, whether they win the football game or not, I don't know. But I don't think that effort is going to be any kind of issue. It better not be because, again, you're going to have to answer for that. Yeah. Because that's going to be the follow-up. Like, it's, it's an important thing. to where I'm not saying you have to win. And to win would be great. It would just be a nice little gesture by Sam Pittman and the team to just help out a little bit, help ease the minds of a lot of Razorback fans and making them think that, okay, this is the right move. Because if you find a way to beat Missouri at home, I feel like there's a lot of Razorback fans that will feel better. They won't still, I don't think a lot of them will be like, oh, now I'm, now I'm all in on Sam Pittman and I wasn't before. But it'll at least be like, okay, they obviously did something right. They obviously played hard for him. They obviously finished strong. So let's see where this goes. But if you go out there and get your tanks handed to you, by Missouri at home and finish 4-8 and eight and it's an embarrassment and you get blown out of the field on your own home turf, uh, man, the offseason is going to be even worse and people are going to continue to bring it up. Uh, let's go to the phone lines here early. Got Cool Hand Luke on from Little Rock. What's up, man? What's going on, gentlemen? Hope y'all are doing well. Yeah, you as well. Guys, it's not going to be pretty tomorrow. As bad as I hate to say, I should say Friday and there's been a, a recurring theme with Pittman. Nobody seems to talk about it. It's really kind of twofold. Ever since we had really great coaches and we've had good winning seasons, think back even to Houston Nutt, Bobby Petrino, even Bielema. Guys, we always had a bell cow running back. All the way back, even Nutt's days. You've got to have a bell cow running back. Look at Pittman's days. He's been head coach. It's been a little bit of Rocket here. It's been a little bit of Dominique there. It's been a little bit of Traylon Smith. But we ain't had since Pittman's been there, really. If you think about it, just a bell cow running back, somebody who you can count off for 20 carries a game, going to go for over 100 a lot. I mean, not anybody that I can think of anyway. I mean, can you guys think of anybody since Pittman's been there that's obviously Traylon Burke, you know, you could say was a bell cow, but he was a receiver, really. I mean, look at just winning season football at Arkansas. Pittman wants to run the ball. We just really ain't had the bell cow if you think about it. Well, I mean, 
Luke, I'll say that you know Rocket Sanders last year rushed for over fourteen hundred yards. I mean that's a that, that, that's a pretty pretty incredible number. Um, but you know Rocket's not been able to stay healthy, and the offensive line hasn't been good for him. So this hasn't worked out. But other than that, though, I mean other than that performance, that's pretty much the the best one to show for it. And I agree with you. I think they got some really good running backs. But I also feel college football's changed so much. Where I mean, there's a lot of running backs that don't have consistent numbers. Like uh, look at Quinshawn Judkins who was a first-team All-SEC uh, in front of Rocket Sanders. I mean, he sounds bad, but it's like he only has 900 yards, where last year he ran for 1,400 yards. So sometimes the running back position is just not as not as, inv- not as vital as what it once was, and just, it's more by committee yeah. these days. I agree. I, I just think back to the Alex Collins of the world. The, obviously, out there, McFadden was an outlier, but Fred Talley. And the, uh, you know, even even the Jonathan Williams, you know, I mean, yeah. guys that were just solid running backs. I just think if we're going to be successful and Pittman's going to get it together, we got to go in the portal. We got to get a good running back to come in there. He's got experience, post the mail for us. Second point I want to make, guys, is, I mean, no one really talks about this when it comes to this year. Obviously, being a little bit of a disappointment. How much weight do we start to put on the fact that that first, second, and third year under Pittman, we won some games with Chad Morris players, guys. I mean, you start to look at even KJ. That's the Chad Morris recruit. You look at Taylon Burke. That's the Chad Morris. I think what we're starting to see, especially on the offensive line, we're starting to see some of this turnover for some of Chad Morris's players that are coming out of there. You know, you always their excuses. You got to let the guy get his players in there. Right? You got to let him get his system in there and get his players under his system. Pittman came in, had a nice little crop of recruit players from Chad Morris that Chad just couldn't coach them up. I'm starting to wonder if this year we didn't start to see some of them offensive linemen that Pittman and Kennedy recruited. And it's hard to not say that we didn't really badly evaluate some of these offensive linemen. And we start to think of the Jalen St. Don's of the world or the Terry Wells. And I know he's been injured, and that's not his fault. But start to look at some of these linemen they brought in. How much weight do we start to uh, put into the fact that we won some early season games in that first, second, third year with Chad Morris' players? But and then we've got to get it. We got to get it together with the evaluation and start getting players in here out of the portal who are who are good evaluations to come in and start to put some put some good snaps in. Uh, hey, you guys, comment on that, and uh, hope you guys have a good Thanksgiving. You guys enjoy the show. Yeah, appreciate it, Cool and Luke. Uh, you have a happy Thanksgiving as well. You know, I've heard this before, and I've heard it thrown around a little bit, and I think that there is some truth that Sam Pittman came in and. Chad Morris, for all of his faults, I think that Chad Morris did a pretty good job in recruiting. Absolutely. Like, uh, he could not do pretty much anything else, but he was pretty good at recruiting. And, yeah, there's some truth. Like, because here's the thing, Traylon Burks, for instance, he's a generational talent. Like, I'm not trying to say skill-wise or, like, iconic-wise, he's on the level of Darren McFadden, but at his respective position, he is. He's the greatest wide receiver to ever play at Arkansas. Yeah. I, I think hands down. You know, and I'm not talking about numbers. I'm just talking about no like. Here's how I look at it when it comes to iconic, legendary players. When you walk on the field, and every team knows you're getting the ball, and they still can't stop you. That's what I look like. Traylon Burks. Everyone knew how good he was. Everyone knew he was the guy, and they still couldn't stop him. Right. So that's what I'm saying about him. He he was that level of player. And I think that there were other players too, like KJ and, and all that. But let's also be honest. Rocket Sanders is a Sam Pittman player, and, he, and he's a phenomenal player. I know he's been injured this year, and there's been some frustrations there, but that's a Sam Pittman player. A.J. Green is a Sam Pittman player. You know, people are really excited about Luke Has, Sam Pittman player. Uh, Ty Washington showed Ty Washington, when, yeah. when he got his chances. Yeah, Ty Washington, Sam Pittman player. I still think that uh, Matt Landers last year was a very underrated wide receiver, yep. like, but I, Sam Pittman player. Max Fletcher and Cam Little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cam Top Little. in the nation right now. And look at the entire defense. Yep. The entire defense are Sam Pittman players. The entire one. And it's the defense has been pretty good. So, saying all that, though, I do agree. Offensive line? He's got a point. That's the problem. Yep. Yeah. I, I think Sam Pittman has done a lot of great things with a lot of players elsewhere. And I think he's recruited really well. And they've gotten some highly talented guys other places but when it comes down to it in the place that matters the most offensive line they have fallen short and i don't think there's any argument for that and i'm not going to try to argue with anybody but that's the frustrating thing i continue to say that if they just had a decent offensive line this year they probably 
I mean, they'd at least be going to a bowl game. I mean, I don't know, would Danny Osby still be the OC? Would there been other frustrations? Maybe. But that's something that has to change. They're going to go into the portal. They're going to hit it hard. And it's already started a little bit early, too. You mentioned Has and Washington, and could have been maybe if I wasn't... I don't even know if that's been really brought up uh, a whole lot, is just losing those two guys, yeah. especially so early in a game. True. You know, Has the first drive of A&M, and what was it, I think, uh, was it Florida for Washington? So. Yeah. Yeah, it's been, it's been a minute, and, you know, it's... It's impactful. It's not an excuse, but it's still impactful. It's a wide-open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds. Folks, 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in. We're getting a little Thanksgiving vibes here on Out of Bounds, so stay with us on the other side of the break. Razorback legend Quinn Grovey joins Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer on Drive Time Sports every Wednesday afternoon at 4, brought to you by the DHR Group of Sonic Drive-Ins. Sports Center. Last night in college basketball, Purdue beat Tennessee 71-67 to in a game where offense was hard to come by. The Volunteers shot 33% from the floor, while the Boilermakers shot 35% from the floor. The team shot a combined 78 free throws in the game, Purdue going 29-48, while Tennessee went 21-30. Marquette beat Kansas 73-59 to in the Maui Invitational. The Golden Eagles big man, Oso Iguodaro, had 21 points and 9 rebounds in the win. There will be games throughout the day today as part of ESPN's Feast Week. Arkansas gets started in the Battle for Atlanta's tournament tonight against Stanford. Tip for the game is set for 6.30. Coverage can be heard on the buzz. Win or lose, Arkansas will play tomorrow and on Friday. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Big Black Friday sale going on right now at Robert Irwin Jewelers. Buy gifts at Give Gifts. With every purchase of $299 or more, get a free gift with purchase. Now with two locations in the Little Rock area, the newest one in the Pleasant Ridge Town Center next to the Fresh Market. Listen for offensive lineman Josh Braun Tuesdays this football season on Out of Bounds. Josh Braun is brought to you by Matt Black with Allstate Insurance. Matt Black with Allstate can take care of your home, auto, boat, motorcycle, life, renters, and landlord insurance. Are you in good hands? If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock and Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland home. Is your heating system ready for winter? Middleton Heat and Air is here to keep your family safe and warm through even the coldest Arkansas winter. Schedule a safety check for your system before it gets cold. Our experts also offer free estimates on replacements with no overtime rates from 8 to 8, even on weekends. See why we're the most trusted name for HVAC in the state. Call Middleton today at 501-847-0371. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan. Townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone. So it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that. Which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Richard Yeager in Little Rock or Todd Martin or Seth Boyd in Jacksonville. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, I know interest rates are high right now. That's what everybody's talking about. But if you're thinking about a project, whether it be a commercial project or you want to build a house, now's the time to come talk to you about what those future plans may look like. You know, RJ, no matter what the business environment may be, we're always there to sit down with our customers and talk about their future plans and what's going on with their businesses. And that's one thing about Southern Bank is they're a community bank. They want to be your partner. Partnering with our customers is a key to how we do business. And Chris, you know, we talk about those interest rates being high, but the one good news out of that is deposit rates. We have some great CD and checking account rates. Just give us a call and see what one of our personal bankers can do for you. If you want more information about interest rates or those deposit rates that we just talked about, call Chris and his team today at 501-424-0900 or go online at bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. At Red River Ram Jeep, we're taking $10,000 off 
Ram HD trucks, all brand new 23 models. And we're taking $10,000 off 23 Jeep Gladiators. And we're taking up to 20% off on all 23 model Renegades in stock. Some people are saying, I gave too much for my vehicle two years ago. Well, we gave too much for these vehicles right now. That's why they're $10,000 off. Check us out at RedRiverRam.com for Arkansas's largest inventory during the Black Friday sales event. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Arkansas right up on the football, second down and six. DeBinion stays in at running back, but KJ's going to throw. Fade down the right sideline. Broden's in the back of the end zone. He caught the ball. Well, he didn't catch it, but they throw a flag. After further review, the result of the play is a touchdown. Yeah. Touchdown, Arkansas. <laughs> On 103.7 The Buzz. A man walks down the street. He says, why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle of the rest of my life? is so hard. I need a photo opportunity. I want a shot of redemption. Don't want to end up a cartoon in a cartoon graveyard. Bone digger, bone digger, dogs in the moonlight. Far away, my well-lit door. Just a beer belly, beer belly. Get these mutts away from me, you know. I don't find this stuff amusing anymore. If you'll be my bodyguard, I can be your lawn. Betty, when you call me, you can call me out. A man walks down the street, he says, why am I short of attention? Got a short little span of attention, and all my nights are so long. Where's my wife and family? What if I die here? Who'll be my role model now that my role model is... It is Out of Bounds here on a wide open Wednesday. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. And you're ready for Thanksgiving coming up on Thursday, which, once again... I'm big on the holidays that are days of the week and not days of the month or days of the year. So what that means is that I like it when I know each and every year that that holiday is going to be there. And I know it's going to give me a vacation or time off for, for those days. I'm talking about Labor Day, Memorial Day, Thanksgiving. I guess those are kind of the biggest ones. You think of Halloween that's always on the 31st. Mm-hmm. Christmas and New Year's. Never know when. Because aren't those days, aren't they like on Mondays this year? I think, the, I think Christmas is. I think is. so, yeah. Because we, we've had it. It's been a weekend day, I think, for the last couple. So we're we're due for a weekday now. Hmm. Yeah, I'm big on those holidays. But still, it's going to be enjoyable. And a lot of people are going to be traveling. And uh, hopefully everyone stays safe out there. Some of you may be traveling to the Arkansas-Missouri uh, game. I'll be there. It'll be cold from what I understand, and dark, and I wanted to see what the crowd looks like for that one. Hopefully what you just explained will not be the mood after the game. Let's hope. Yeah. Let's hope. Because in 2021, the crowd was pretty decent because Arkansas was a decent team. But 2019-2017, people mailed it in. They didn't care. I think 2019 was real nasty at War Memorial, if I remember correct. That's right. Forgot that game, yeah. yeah. Because 2017 was the one that was in Fayetteville. And, Ch- and Brett Bama got, got fired off, yeah. Yeah, walking off the field. 2015 was the most miserable weather game of all time. You won that one, but it was miserable. Yeah. So really, there's just not been a good crowd or anything. Uh, good good vibes surrounding the Arkansas-Missouri game pretty much ever. But still. Uh, let's see. On our Southern Structural Solutions text line. This comes from the 501. says... John, the odds of have Arkansas possibly facing North Carolina in the Bahamas finals. Imagine facing Carolina and then facing Duke. Yeah, imagine that. Because North Carolina looked pretty convincingly good today. I mean, they played Northern Iowa. It was close for a little bit, but they pulled away. So it is a possibility. But Arkansas will be playing tonight at 6.30 will be the start of that game. And 6 o'clock will be the broadcast right here on 103.7 The Buzz. And... Once you uh, get a chance to check that out, Arkansas will be playing Stanford. And for those of you, I think we had a text also ask about TV coverage. It will be on ESPNU. So uh, that will be the best way to look at it. 
But if Arkansas wins, they will face the winner of Michigan and Memphis. And if they lose, they'll face the loser of that game. But if they win, it'll be at 4 o'clock tomorrow. If they lose, it'll be at 6.30. So keep you updated on that. But yeah, that's coming down. And hopefully we'll talk with Pat Bradley more about that and uh, some of that uh, madness that's going on with the uh, battle for Atlantis. Because there's been some really good basketball last night. I know the game itself wasn't good between Purdue and... No, it was, uh, yeah, it was Purdue and Tennessee. That's right. Mm. Yeah, that game wasn't very aesthetically pleasing. 45 free throws yeah, for if Purdue. You, if you look at the score, you're probably like, oh, man, that was awesome. But then you look at the team stats, and then you see 51, 52 free throws. You see both teams shooting under 30% from three. It was ugly. 50, 45 free throws taken by Purdue yeah. alone. 45. Mm. Yeah, it was just it was nasty. But... The other game that was pretty good was Kansas and Marquette. Marquette took it to them. Took it to Kansas. And uh, they got a little chippy there. Man, like Shaka Smart, first off, I keep forgetting that he's still there at Marquette. Yeah. And I don't know what exactly happened. So what it was, uh, McCuller, now I don't know how much relevance this has to this situation, but from the article I read, McCuller was at Texas Tech when Shaka was at Texas. So they may or may not have had some beef back then. I don't know. But essentially, McCuller took the shot, hit the three right in front of their bench. Him and Shaka start saying some things, and obviously Shaka didn't like that. Well, Apparently not. Yeah, and so um, Bill Self, obviously, I assume doesn't, didn't like the way that he went at his player, mm-hmm. and that kind of just got a little heated. And, of course, they shared some words there in front of the table. But that's essentially what it was. Is he hit the three right in front of their bench, said a few things, and they didn't like it. Yeah, well, I mean, Shaka was going after Bill Self a little bit, and then Bill Self, I, I kind of could read the lips of him saying unbelievable. Yep. Like, unbelievable. I'm like, what was going on? I was like, well, Marquette got the last laugh because they took care of business and got a huge win against the number two, or number one, Kansas Jayhawks. So, uh, entertaining game on that front. Oh, let's see. Also from the Southern Structural Solutions text line. Doug F. <laughs> Doug F. says, out of Litterock, says, what are you and Coach Musselman having for Thanksgiving this year? Well, me and uh, me and Coach Muss are not be having Thanksgiving together because he is in the Bahamas, and I am not. So, I guess he's just going to have to deal with Thanksgiving without me. Halloween is the only holidays that me and Muss can hang out, apparently. But I think that they'll have some have some fun down there in, uh, in the Bahamas. Which, when we talked with L. Ellis, uh, thanks to Mad Black Allstate Insurance earlier this week, no, he talked about it. He's like, he hasn't had Thanksgiving, pretty much traditional Thanksgiving, that is, in a long time because he's always playing during this time. But he also mentioned how he's been to the Bahamas already once before, then went to Maui last year, now he's in the Bahamas again. You know what's crazy? I think they mentioned on Morning Mayhem that Devo had never, and I might have this wrong, but I think they mentioned that he had never been out of Arkansas prior to going to Fayetteville. Think about all the places he's been now. They've been out of Arkansas playing basketball, right. at least. Uh, and think about all the places he has been and not just around the country but in, in that Europe trip now yeah. to the Bahamas yeah because I think uh, I was trying to think probably I would assume they probably had a lot more fun in Italy I feel okay. like that would be a pretty cool place to, to, go to Italy. hang out you know and, and to be at and, and especially when it's games that like not saying that they, of course they want to play in games of magnitude but just going out there and hanging out and being able to play against some pickup teams and like some YMCA guys. And what was really crazy, one of those teams they played, Spencer or uh, Skylar Bolin was on, who is a native Arkansas and played at Green County Tech. Mm-hmm. His dad's a longtime coach. So that's another crazy thing about just where sports takes you. You, play, you go overseas, play a game against a native Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. And then they had the team that they played that like all didn't have different jerseys. Yeah. Which was interesting. I mean, it, it was what it was. But uh, yeah, because they had yeah, gone to there and then Indianapolis. For the bubble, Buffalo, huh. yeah, hated Vegas, that. San Fran, hated that city. Des Moines, Des Moines, Des Moines yeah, actually right. wasn't too bad. I actually did not mind Des Moines at all, but Buffalo, I'm, yeah, I'm, it's not a place that I'm just venturing to go back. Yeah, I don't have. I'd, I'd like to go maybe to Niagara Falls or something. Yeah, like and that's what that. I did. Yeah, I saw it, and that was it. I'm done. I, I don't need to go back. Basketball. Yep, I don't need to go back. I don't need to check it out once again. But that's just the case. Let's go to Larry's online. What's up, Larry? Hey, appreciate your show. I listen to your show every day. Appreciate it. Um, I'd ask you think that y'all call me on this. I always thought LSU to me was a rival game, but y'all think more LSU is a rival game or Alabama is? 
I don't think, well, I mean, LSU would be more of a rivalry game for Arkansas than Alabama, yeah. but... Well, because I, I know a lot of us say that Missouri is, but me, I thought LSU is more of a rival game than Missouri. I'd agree. I think most Razorback fans would agree with you, Larry. Yeah. It's just, does LSU view it as much? Probably not. All right. So, yeah. Appreciate you calling in. Appreciate you listening in, Larry. Yeah, we, we talked about that a lot yesterday. Just about the rivalry and, and what it is. And I actually went on a St. Louis radio station today. And they were they played my clip, which I love that they did. They played my clip of when I was at SEC Media Days and I went on Michael Bratton's podcast. And I was talking about how it was frustrating for Arkansas to lose to Missouri last year, especially because you felt like Arkansas was a better team than Missouri, but they lost. And Missouri fans apparently took a lot of offense to that. And that's why they had me up there, because they were kind of trying to push me a little bit on it. And I'm like, man, I'll say the same thing, that if Arkansas beats Missouri on Friday, I'm not going to sit here and say, well, and that, that means Arkansas is better than Missouri. They're a better football team. It's like, no, because one's 9-3, and three, and the other one's 5-7. and seven. It's like, That's not how that works. Right. Like, it's like, you can, sometimes wins happen. Sometimes it just it's just like that sometimes in college football and in college sports in general. And I always brought up the example of, like, you remember when Ole Miss beat Alabama back-to-back years? Does that, did that mean that Ole Miss was a superior team to Alabama? No, because Alabama still ended up winning the national championship that year. So sometimes it happens that way. Yeah. But Missouri, for whatever reason, they, they, it's kind of like what Arkansas would do against LSU. It means more to Missouri than does Arkansas, just like it meant more to Arkansas than it did LSU. I was going to bring that up. I feel like the only time – I've got a couple of really, really good friends that massive LSU fans, and kind of what I've gathered from them is it's only when Arkansas takes the boot the next year they mainly just want to get back because they lost the year before type. So it's not even Mm -hmm. really that it's Arkansas. It's just, hey, that team beat me the year before. I want to beat them back. It's not even really about the boot or anything. No, no. It's just it's more about just revenge of embarrassing us the year before type of thing. Also, uh, Asher Record High Fan Feedback Max says, how can you make the statement that Burks is the best wide receiver to ever play at the U of A? Was he great? No question. Is he one of the best? No question. But to make that statement that he's without question the best to ever play there is ridiculous. How about Lance Allworth, Kobe Hamilton, Jarius Wright, Anthony Lucas? All of those guys were feared the same way by competition. While I feel like Burks was a freak athlete and a great hog, I do not think he's a generational talent at wide receiver. Well, I disagree with I you, too. Matt. Because... All those guys are really great wide receivers, don't get me wrong. But there's a reason why Traylon Burks was drafted in the first round of the NFL draft. None of those guys were. In fact, some of those guys weren't even... Well, I guess... I, mean, I think Lance Allworth was. But still, you're talking about a guy... And, and I'm looking also as just the, the specimen that he was. I mean, the guy had like 13-inch hands. He, ran, he outran the secondary from Alabama. He had a bigger vertical than everybody. He was so strong that he would beat you in one-on-one, and he would just run over you. There was just... There was real no weakness to his game. And, again, all those other guys are really great, and I'm not trying to hate on them, but when it comes to, like, if you... And it's another way you could, like, kind of play the scenario out. If you had a Razorback football game, and you get to put together a team of all the... In their prime at Arkansas, like, just put together a full team, and you look at the wide receiver, it's like, I'm going with Traylon Burks. Because it's like, you can just throw it up and let him go get it. Well, and something about Traylon as well, just going back to his recruitment, he was a four-star. I think he was a top one fifty or something. Right. Definitely top two hundred. He if he would have actually gone to the camps, he didn't care about the recruiting process. He was more and we've we've read all about this and heard all that. He cared more about hunting and fit, which is great. Yeah. But if he would have gone to those, he would have been, there's no question to me, a five star. I mean, Bo Hembry, his high school coach, told me at, at second and third grade, catching punts just in warm ups over his head, they knew he was going to be special. And you know, Bo Hembry has about as good of he's about as good of at evaluating wide receiver talent as you will find. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why it's like, again, you give me one wide receiver that I get to pick to throw the ball to in Arkansas history, I'm picking Traylon Burks. And that's what, just to make sure here that I, I think you were talking about just pure skill. Right, like, exactly. That's what you're saying. You're not talking about statistics no. and all that. You're no. talking about just pure skill Skillset. and just the way they see the game, the way they see the field. Yeah, because, again, there was just, you could not stop him. You could not stop him. And, you know, nobody could stop him. In college, I know in NFL he's been hurt and mm-hmm. it's been tough on him, but when it comes to just his high level of college play, no one could uh, get close to him. Before we take a break, let's go to Lenny and Lone Oak. What's up, Lenny? Uh, I just wanted to make a statement. Go ahead. Uh, appreciate all the shows. I listen to y'all about uh, 24-7. Beautiful. And everybody's got 
you know, different opinions on different things, and some got stronger stances, uh, which is all right. Everybody's got their own opinion. Uh, you know, the Sam deal, uh, when we brought him in, we needed somebody to rescue Arkansas, right? True. Uh, and he was the fit. And, and he had never in his life had head coaching uh, experience. And we knew that going in. Well, Sam's been on a learning curve just like the players. He's done admitted that. I didn't know what to do. Uh, you know, a head coach shouldn't say that. I get that. But that being said, he's honest. Uh, that's inexperienced. So he's just like the players. He's re- uh, he's learning the head coaching job, uh, which is not a good thing, I guess, for Arkansas, but uh, he did what we needed him to do. Uh, and I love the hell out of Sam. Uh, pardon my French. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that word. Yeah, I, uh, uh, I love Sam. He uh, he loves Arkansas. And I think if the time comes and he thinks he cannot handle the job, he'll just step down and, and get out of the way. Now, that's my feelings on him. As far as the team, this team has been a disappointment to me as they have no heart. Uh, I don't know if that's a recruiting deal or if it's the NIL money. NIL money has killed the heart of football. You know, the kids used to play to play football and money, you know, the love of money is the root of all evil. Hey, hey, I, hey I tell you what, Lenny, we appreciate your phone call, man. We got to run, but we can respond to the things you had to say on the other side of the break. Here on a wide open Wednesday on Out of Bounds, stay with us. Is your beard the envy of men everywhere? Prove it. Arkansas Urology and 103.7 The Buzz want to celebrate your locks and honor No Shave November and celebrate men's health with the Beard Bracket Challenge presented by Arvest Bank. Visit ArkansasUrology.com to submit your bearded photo from now until November the 26th for a chance to win a flat screen TV. We'll post all the beard photos on Facebook and whichever photo gets the most likes will win. Submit yours today at ArkansasUrology.com. Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get with the financing options that fit your budget. With our team by your side, you'll get MVP service along with the traction and confidence you need to stay on the road. Visit us online today at allabouttireandbrake.com. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros. Love the drive. Jackalope Cycling is passionate about the Arkansas outdoors. To help you enjoy this beautiful state, Jackalope offers an array of bike rentals to get you on the trails. What about fly fishing from a bicycle? You can't do that, but Jackalope also offers fly rods, reels, waders, fly fishing accessories, outdoor and camping gear. Yeah, it'll be tough riding a bicycle and waders. But you can still enjoy the Arkansas outdoors with Jackalope Cycling in Russellville or JackalopeCycling.com. Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. The heavily traveled Thanksgiving holiday can be a dangerous time of year. That's why Arkansas law enforcement will be out in force over the next few weeks, saving lives by getting people to buckle up. If you fail to buckle up, you run the risk of getting a ticket, or worse, getting killed or injured. So this Thanksgiving, make sure the only belt you unbuckle is the one at the dinner table. Click it for tickets. A reminder from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. 
Black Friday is beyond huge. This year at Guatney Buick GMC in North Little Rock. And unlike that turkey you just had, there won't be any leftovers. Opening at 6 a.m. on Black Friday with free breakfast and door prizes. 2023 Encore GX starting at just $19,999. Get 2023 Terrain or Acadia up to $9,000 off MSRP. Did we mention door prizes? TVs, Quest VR, Segways, drones, outdoor grills, bago sets, foosball, even a Hummer. Plus, during Guatney Buick GMC Black Friday event, Sierra 1500s up to 15,000 off MSRP. And don't worry about cold turkey because Guatney's doing free lunch too. Guatney Buick GMC, home of the Angel Tree and Toys for Tots drop off point. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock, 501 945 4444. GuatneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Stock numbers 19495, 19250199181196061930. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment, get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. Razorback legend Darren McFadden joins Morning Mayhem on 103.7 The Buzz each week this football season to give his insights on what's happening in the world of football. DMAC is brought to you by Oaklawn Sports and Rideout Lumber. Guatney Chevrolet is Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. They've been in business 60 plus years with an award-winning sales and service staff Give them a call at 501-982-2102 or make a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, GuatneyChevrolet.com. Guatney Chevrolet's annual Black Friday sales event is back. Guatney Chevrolet is going old school Black Friday for 2023. It's been a few years, but this year the doors are opening early at 7 a.m. with breakfast served. Get a variety of new Chevrolets with pre-COVID prices. Guatney's Black Friday sale is not factory authorized. Guadney Chevrolet is offering no payments for 120 days, so that's going to take you into 2024. 2023 Silverado with diesel engine, over $6,500 off. 2024 Silverado starting under $40,000. All 2023 Equinox on the lot, up to $3,250 off. It's Black Friday at Guadney Chevrolet. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Ellis out front had it knocked away, got it back, drives the paint to the rim. It's good and one. How about that? L. Ellis, quick as a hiccup. On 1037 The Buzz. It is a wide-open Wednesday. You're on Out of Bounds. Appreciate everybody listening in. Good night, Pat Bradley. Thanks to Motorsports Authority. Join us here in about 15 minutes. Talk a little basketball with him and uh, have some fun with that, too. And actually, asked a question on Twitter, just out of curiosity. As a Razorback fan, what are you thankful for since it's Thanksgiving? You know, trying to get some positive vibes going. Maybe there's some things that you're thankful for. Because isn't that what Thanksgiving's all about? You go around the table, all the family's there, and... Your mom or your dad suddenly like, you know what? We should do this because I saw it in a Hallmark movie once. Let's talk about what we're thankful for. And you go around and you say what you're thankful for. I'm asking you as a Razorback fan. What are you thankful for? It's been tough this football season. I get it. What are you thankful for? Got a lot of funny responses to it as well. Some are pretty like basic, talking about muscle men or, you know, your check, whatever it is. But I will say that this one from Caleb... I'll give him a lot of credit for being creative and original. He says, here's a weird one that he is thankful for being a Razorback fan. Cardinal red is such a normal color. It can slot in so easy into any part of life from decor to clothes and to accessories. I'm always thankful that we didn't get some weird orange or purple or something like that. 
That is a very deep that is, cut. That wow. is very deep. <laughs> very good. Yeah, because that is true. Because, uh, listen, like Tennessee orange, people are going to still wear it. No offense to uh, our CEO, Terry Mahan, downstairs, but it's a pretty obnoxious color. It is. Like, burnt orange is a pretty obnoxious color. Yeah. Well, and, and it's just, whether you're a fan of, like, Tennessee or not, it just makes me nauseous looking at their stadium when it's full. All mm-hmm. that just bright orange. Yeah. Because I don't even know. It's not pumpkin orange. I don't, it's like, and it's, but it's not highlighter orange either. It's like yeah. just this, but it's so bright. Yeah. I don't even know how to explain it. But that is true. Because even like LSU, it's like yellow and purple. Yeah. It's like you'll still wear the colors. You'll still do it, but it's not 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 really common to just you know place into different variations of life. But yeah, that's a great one though. Uh, we just got a few minutes before we take a top of the hour update. Uh, let's get Stan and Little Rock in. What's up, Stan? Hey, John, my friend. How you doing? Doing good, Stan. How about you? All right. Who you got there with you, man? This is Kyle Sutherland. Don't end. Kyle, me. how you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, Stan. How about you? All right. All right. Hey, man, freaking Joe off? Yes, he is. He will be back Monday. He on va- is he t- he- oh, he's coming back Monday. When did he take his vacation in December, though? Uh, I think that's uh, December 18th is when he'll start okay, it. Okay, okay. I, yeah. I didn't know. I thought he might already went a little earlier. I didn't know. Yeah. But anyway, man, I'll call for this reason I call. Okay, now, Alabama, Alabama off this week? No, they play Auburn. Yeah, right, 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 right. But George off. No, Georgia plays Georgia Tech. Oh, okay, okay. But anyway, they're gonna play the championship game. What, like around December fifth? They're gonna play like in two weeks. Yeah, in two that, weeks, right? A week from Saturday. In two weeks. Yeah. Right. Okay. 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 That's what I was trying to find out, man. I kind of got confused a little bit on it. But anyway, uh, I want you guys to have a nice Thanksgiving, and uh, I'll talk to you next week, John. All right, Stan. You too. All have right, a great so Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanks a lot, bro. Appreciate it, Stan. Thanks for calling in, and thanks for listening all the time. Look at that, Stan. Coming in with some uh, some different stuff. Wishing us a happy Thanksgiving. Now you know it. Now, now it is good. That's right. Now it is a good time. But, uh, yeah, rivalry weekend, SEC championship, all conference championship games will be next Saturday. And then after that, just waiting on bowl games. Too fast. Too mm. fast. Unfortunately, Arkansas will not be a part of it. Yeah. First time since 2019. No bowl selection, no nothing. Didn't get to play in 20, but did get selected. Yeah. They at least got the practices. Yeah. Man, that was always... Shoot, they dang near had the trip. There were some people that already went down there. Yeah, because I know I was, we were all planning to yeah. go down. We were all planning. And I like, you know, say what you want about it, but I actually like the Texas Bowl. Playing in RG Stadium. Houston's not too far away. I like the bowl games that are in NFL stadiums. Like, going down to the Outback Bowl, that was awesome. And in, in Tampa. I enjoyed that. Uh, of course, the Sugar Bowl, Cotton Bowl. Those are pretty nice, too. Was it Music City in Nashville? Yeah. Also an NFL stadium. Those are the good ones, but hey, this year, don't get any of them. This is your bowl game against Missouri on Friday. But we got to take a top of the hour update. When we come back, Pat Bradley will be joining us. Thanks to Motorsports Authority. You won't want to miss it, so stay tuned. You're not about. Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big Old Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. Arkansas Brewskies is excited about their second location, and it's time to add to the team. Brewskies North is hiring servers, bartenders, cooks, and managers. To apply, drop by our downtown location and fill out an application. If you